two, three, four. It's the Chunk and Daniel Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Daniel Show. It's the Chunk and Daniel Show. It's all that you can have. It's the Chunk and Daniel Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Daniel Show. It's the Chunk and Daniel Show. It's all that you Hello and welcome to another episode of the Afternoon Yap. I'm Chunk the Punk, and with me today is my co-host and author of the book, Boys Will Be Boys, Why I Support Brett Kavanaugh. It's my best pal in the whole world, Dinger Dog! All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> That's a little too, um, can I ask you a question? Boys well, will be boys! I, this is like the book, Chunk, Chunk's book is... I don't know how my pants ended up in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, also joining us today is our decent pal, Brian. Welcome back, Brian. I'm decent. It's, I moved up in the world. Thank you. On today's episode, we're going to cover the news of the week. We've got some yap quickies. And finally, we will close the episode with a review of the new PS4 exclusive, Spider-Man. But first off, first and foremost, today's episode is all about new things. It's all about new beginnings. Uh, first and foremost, we are in the new Yap recording room. Uh, I moved. So, sorry for the absence for all 30 of you out there. Uh, hopefully, there's not too much echo down here. But you got you to gotta appreciate this new clean basement. It's a little bit nicer place to yap in. Oh, yeah. I like how you said the Yap room. Like, it's a, like this cinder black walls... There's the chains for like people's arms hanging off there. That's what I'm not gonna ask too many questions about that. Oh, but the the uh, the Descendants album makes it a little. Blink 182, Dude Ranch. Yeah. I have that on display. Oh, yeah. so when I have that on display. So when you're chained in the basement, you can you can think about shitty pop punk from the. <laughs> uh, Brian Stevens, your yeah. podcast uh, just had its last episode. What about three months ago? Four months ago? Back in May. July. Oh, July. So you're working on a, a new program, right? Your old program was the Midnight Film Review. We've had you on plenty of times. You've had me on. Uh, tell me a little bit about your new show that's going to be coming up. Yeah, it's going to be a, a lot different than uh, the Midnight Film Review. It's not going to be stuck to movies completely. We're going to review a little bit of everything. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything. Do you need to say something? Kind of. Okay, go but ahead. Can you, are you like fashion? Uh, if you know someone who's into fashion, I'll interview them. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's an interview type. Thing. Uh, kind of. So I'm gonna have different guests on. I don't have a co-host, a steady co-host. I'm not going to have a steady. Co-host. Neither do I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so uh, I know someone who's probably gonna be um, on the market here soon. Uh, it's not you, is it? <laughs> Are you looking to jump ship again? <laughs> Free agency. Uh, Free agency. Okay. I mean, I guess all that I'm getting paid by the yap. <laughs> You don't even uh, – I don't even supply the booze anymore. No, no. The, the, this is – I would like to point out this is a 9.30 in the morning afternoon yap. And I texted <laughs> you at about 8 and I was like, listen, I don't know where your head's at. Feel free to bring over coffee. Brian's not a drinker. But if you've got some vodka in your uh, – in your, We should post this as this thread <laughs> because then I answered – I've got the mix, but I don't have any vodka. And that's where someone who was, you know, asking for it would be like, oh, I'll run to the store. No, <laughs> get it. No, crickets. Like, for, like time stamp it. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I'm doing it. And can I tell you something? I had a rough time at the liquor store. You moved into this posh neighborhood where everyone's wearing jogging pants. They all came back from their jog and they're at Kroger doing their weekend thing. And I got to go to the liquor store and not wait there at 8.57. Isn't that awesome when you're at the liquor store at 8.57? Come come on, I got stuff to do. Yeah, I'm the guy in line at the liquor store at (laughs) 8.57 in the morning. 
And the register doesn't work. So we were trying to get this episode up and moving for what the last like three or four days. And I didn't get to finish talking about my podcast. (laughs) Wait, hold on. And there's a text message thread going on and it all depends on Dinger. So Brian is coming from Cincinnati, which is like what, two hours away. And we are hammering him home with, all right, Saturday's good. When are we doing it? Saturday. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Finally, we get a text message at like 930. He's like, hey, my dad's in town. I can't talk right now. (laughs) And we're like, okay, well, we'll wait till tomorrow when apparently your dad was in town again for another 12 hours. This is is what it's like dealing with talent. Did you have to deal with this kind of nonsense with with your old man, Colin? Not this extreme. (laughs) Not this extreme. I was right in the middle of the story. I, I had interrupted first. Okay, okay, you go, you go back first. to your story. And then the register didn't work at the liquor store, and I I bought the crappiest pint of vodka, like the most drunky. I like drunk. it. So the the one in the plastic bottle that says, as opposed to the gray goose you typically yeah, bring yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. A fine Burnett's, a fine three seventy three total, and I gotta wait, and they're calling me over the intercom. <laughs> Dial 9-7, there's a drunk here that can't get his booze. You know, like, <laughs> and wait, and then there's a line. and then He's oh, slovenly and sweating. We better yeah, get it quick. Like, we really hurry up here. He's starting to look angry. That's not, that's Boy, his hard. wife called him, and she is pissed off, too. Unrelated. <laughs> okay, tell us about your podcast. Uh, so, I, I've settled on a name, um, and it was none of the names that I think I sent you. They were uh, all pretty bad. Yeah, it's hard coming up with a, with a, a name. We found so, it pretty quick. Yeah, okay. Uh, it, it, so I, I'm going to go with Call of Pop for now. Uh, I have a website being built right now. Hopefully, uh, do we have a website? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a nice website. Hasn't been updated since about February, but we do have a website. Uh, and we're it's just going to be all about pop culture. Um, but pop culture that I like, so movies, TV, video games, music. And I can't wait to come and crash Blazers. it. Yeah, yeah. We we can talk video games on on my podcast too. So. Uh, and also, this is all about new beginnings. I got the new house. Brian's got the new show. Uh, Dinger, you apparently got a new starter for your car recently. <laughs> you want to tell us about that? Uh, it, yes, my car now starts. So Dinger Dog, <laughs> Dinger Dog, who's not a good storyteller, his car wouldn't start one day. So he goes, he takes it to the, the auto mechanic. Hold they, on a minute. Now I'm going to tell this story because you hurt my feelings. With the telling me I'm not. All right, just keep it, keep it under, keep it under four minutes. Okay, it all started. I don't need to know how you were feeling. It that all day. started when I was born. <laughs> it did. No, it did. It really no, did. Like, like uh, I believe that one day, a few months ago, I called you and I needed to jump. I thought my battery had died, so Chunk, being the brave man that he is, sends his wife um, <laughs> to, to give me a jump. And it was raining. It was raining. It was raining. <laughs> He sends his wife. Sent my beautiful wife. She's not necessarily pleased to be there helping Dinger me. makes a couple offhand remarks to her about her appearance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but boys will be boys. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's going to get... Uh, the... That's the name of this new show. <laughs> boys will be boys. Starring Chunk and Dinger. Oh, All right, keep going. I'm okay. sorry, bud. So, uh, we get it. it doesn't jump. I end up having to call a tow truck. The guy tells me it's a starter. And, you know, you can hit a starter with a hammer, and it'll work. Oh, okay. And I, I, I knew that, but uh, he showed me where the starter was. And so, I, um, <laughs> me being me, uh, I wanted to take my car ride in the next day. But I didn't. And I carried this hammer in my car. Uh, and, and then one day, I just hit the starter real good, and it worked for a month. And it was magical. 
and I fixed and I just pretended it wasn't going to happen again. And then my starter died and I got it fixed. <laughs> and I, it's Labor Day weekend, right? Get it fixed the Friday before Labor Day weekend. And I take my kid to soccer Saturday morning, come back. Turn the key, nothing. I laugh because this happens all this <laughs> shit happens all the time to Dinger Dog. He nothing. just he can't catch an even break. Nothing. I'm like, well, that's weird. I just had this fixed. I wonder what the problem could be. So then uh, I have to wait all weekend without a car. Oh, uh, go back Tuesday morning and I'm like, hey guys, my car doesn't work. And they're like, and I was all ready. I was all ready to be rip roaring pissed off at this old man at this family shop. I stopped payment. I called my credit card. I'm like, stop payment, you know? <laughs> Go in there, and he's like, oh, let's see. We'll just go up. It's probably a loose wire. We'll fix it. Goes up. It's not a loose wire. You can see he's like, like he's in my driveway. Like, that's not a loose wire. And he's looking at his, like, buddy. Like, oh, no. They tow my car with a Chevy Cavalier. I've, like, tire. <laughs> I've never seen You're like, guys, like guys, like, is wait, that okay for the car? Are you in Ashland? No, oh, no. Okay. In, in Columbus, this is a real city. They just tie a cable to it and to- pull my car down the road with a Chevy Cavalier. Take it to this place, and this is over four minutes. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> it's done. God. And I get there, and he's like, all right, well, we'll have it in two hours. We'll get it back to you. And I'm like, okay. I go back in in two hours, and he's like, it's done. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Don't worry about it. It's done. Here, take it. You're done. Here's keys. Get out of here. And I'm like, uh, so what was the matter? You know. And he's like, uh, the starter. And I was like, yeah, I know. That's what you fixed the first time. He's like, yeah, the starter we put in. And I was like, oh, but let me, I got this here receipt says that it's a brand new starter. Does that happen often? And he's like, well. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We didn't have any brand new starters on the shelf. (laughs) So we kind of put an old one in. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, but you charged me for the brand new starter here. And he was like, yeah, boy, is my face red, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Then I got it fixed, and then I I thought about making a stink about it. This shit happens so much that it's par for the course. That it's like, just, I got to get to work. I I got things to do. I'm going to deal with it later. I should be angry, but I'm just That's one of those where he gets in the car, and he goes, pretty funny, God. But I had stuff to do. So maybe put the practical jokes aside for 24 hours. Or just give one to Chunk occasionally, you know? Okay, so I made that offhand remark at the beginning about Dinger Dog being behind Brett Kavanaugh. Um, I got bad news for you guys. I look exactly like the guy. And oh, God, you do. I never... It's, oh, no. it's like my... I was Mr. out in public Chuck. last night, Mr. and they're Chuck. like, anybody tell Mr. you you look Chuck, like... Were your pants in the freezer? Yes uh, or no? Yeah, I Mr. mean... <laughs> I'm innocent of the pants being in the freezer. <laughs> Jeez. So I look like the guy... I might go. I might go as him for Halloween. I'm gonna play a little game with you guys. Oh, you guys, <laughs> dude, look at this. Please, if I take my glasses do off, it. please, do it. especially with the haircut. If can, I take my glasses put off, put a little gray in it. We'll put a little gray in it, and you can. We can have a little desk in front of you, like you're walking around, like with a microphone. Yeah, and you can have just a bottle of Quaaludes. Yeah. <laughs> No, I listened to his testimony this week. I think you guys probably did too. This huge a, news! Huge the news! It's never been so like on point. And well, I'm gonna play a game with you guys. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna name a quote. You have to say if it's by me. So if it if you think oh, that I said it, if you think that I said it, say Chunk the Punk. And if you think that Brett Kavanaugh said it, say Brett the Drunk. So do you Brett understand the, the rules? Chunk the Punk, Brett the Drunk. Yes. So I'm going to I'm going to start naming off quotes. This is going to be rapid fire. You just need to tell me who said it, okay? Okay. 
There is a bright line between drinking beer, which I gladly do, and which I fully embrace, and sexually assaulting someone, which is a violent crime. Choose your words wisely. Dear <laughs> talk. Well, hold on. You said that I was one of the... Well, I'm saying chunks of... Uh, I'm no, gonna... no, no, no. No, 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 no. It's different when it comes at you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say breath of drunk. Breath yeah. of drunk. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, there is a bright line between drinking beer, which I gladly do, and competitively drinking beer the way Dinger Dog does. Who said it? Chunk the punk. Chunk the punk. <laughs> yes, ding, ding, ding. Yes, we drank beer. My friends and I, the boys and girls, yes, we drank beer. I liked beer, still like beer. We drank beer. Who said it? It's definitely breath. That, do I think, is, is there both This of them? is the shit that he was saying. No, but can we say, I'm sure you've said that too. Uh, <laughs> it's not a both though. It's not a both though. Oh, okay. You can't do both. Yeah. Can't breath, do both. Breath the drunk. No, it's definitely breath. Breath the drunk. drunk. Ding, ding, ding. Ah. Uh, Yes, we drank beer, my friends and I, but I tell you what, there's nothing more refreshing in this world than a nice white wine spritzer. Who said it? Uh, Chunk the punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not a beer fan. <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm, it's not for now, me. You know what was the, the, the night, taste is not for me. The other me. night I was here, and I've seen the ice cubes with the white wine yeah. and the Sprite. Oh, don't but the me. red wine. Wait, ice cubes <laughs> and red wine? And he was oh, like, yeah. And they, to they, the top. Wait, it, wasn't, it wasn't a sangria. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't no, a sangria, no. and it was... Um, like he had special like sonic like little ice cube nugget uh, and he's like they're the uh, best ice because it melts faster and I'm like just put water in it <laughs> uh, let's take a step back and explain high school I was number one in the class who uh, said it definitely not you yeah no no that, we're gonna say Brett the, the, the drunk ding 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 let's take a step back and explain high school I did the absolute bare minimum <laughs> That's Chung the Monk for sure. I, no, no joke about copy and econ homework? Copy and econ homework from yeah, the Dinger the Dog. Too, that wasn't just... Uh, college, too, yes. <laughs> yeah, and probably in many ways up to now. <laughs> it's probably a crime, some of the things. My voice gets high when yeah. I'm admitting stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about my high school record. If you're going to sit here and mock me. Oh, that's... A, I think that's probably Brett the Drunk. Brett the Drunk, Brett ding, 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 ding. I'm not going to sit here and talk about high school without bringing up the fact that I went through a brief phase where I dressed like Eminem. Chunk <laughs> the punk. Yes! I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> That'd be is, awesome if it, it was, it, Brett Kavanaugh. Is it over? In his 40s? And is it over? Is it over? <laughs> is, oh, yeah. The phase has ended? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, ding, ding, ding. That is Brett the Drunk. I played sports. Oh, I was captain of the varsity basketball team. I was wide right. receiver and defensive <laughs> back on the football team. I ran track. Who said right. it? That was definitely Brett the Drunk. Ding, ding, ding. I, played... I quit the swim team because it was eh. – go ahead. I played soccer, baseball, football, golf, and swimming growing up. I wasn't good at a single one of them. Who said it? Chunk the punk. Chunk the punk. Ding, ding, ding. That probably refers to throwing up. I'm known to have a weak stomach, and I always have. In fact, the last time I was here, you asked me about having ketchup and spaghetti. Uh, I... <laughs> Justice drunk. Yeah. Brett the – Brett the drunk. Brett the drunk. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, I throw up it sometimes when I drink, especially in high school. What are you, my mother? Now let's go get some ketchup and spaghetti. I'm famished. Chunk the the punk. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, I, well, passed out would be, no, but I've gone to sleep, but I've never blacked out. Who said it? Oh, that was definitely Brett. (laughs) Definitely Brett the drunk. Am I on trial here? Because this is getting goddamn ridiculous. Have you ever fall asleep drinking? Probably. Have you ever blacked out while drinking? Probably. I know I have. Uh, chunk, chunk the, the punk. punk. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And last but not. Oh, we got a couple more. 
<laughs> I never had sexual intercourse or anything close to it during high school or for many years after that. Chunk the punk. <laughs> no. 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 It's not. Brett. That one's Brett. He actually said that. Yeah. And who said this one? I never had sexual intercourse or anything close to it I during did high not school. Have sexual or for many years after that. Who with said that it? Woman. Chuck the bug. Chuck the bug. Ding ding ding. You guys are pretty good at this. All right. Well, we've been. Uh, can I, can I, we have a quiz. <laughs> sure. What's the difference between a brownout and a blackout? Chunk the punk. Uh, well, blackout is you just completely forget everything. Oh. Motor functioning is up. I mean, you can still. What about a gray out? A brownout, you just remember snapshots, right? You're more of a brownout type of person, Dinger Dog. Uh, excuse me? Excuse you. I, I fall asleep. I, you guys want to, uh, hey. Mid-coitus. Listen, the two, the two huge video game fans at the end of this nerd, <laughs> at the end of this nerd castle. Um, you guys want to talk about some video games? Please. What's that? Um, so let's get into our first segment of the day, which Absolute is news. Yep News of the Week. This is where we should have some music. Ding ding ding! Microsoft officially yet news yet news. Microsoft officially unveiled its Xbox All Access program. Xbox All Access lets consumers pay for an Xbox One X or One S in monthly installments when they commit to two-year Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass subscriptions. So I think, I think you end up paying maybe a couple hundred dollars more. Than you would, but you—it's like a lease. So you get—if you're some dude that is poor and wants an Xbox One X, you Microsoft is going to give you one. You're just going to pay out the wazoo for it. What do you think about this no deal? <clears throat> no interest. I think I think that it ends up being like a, a couple extra hundred dollars. Just a few, just you know, fifty percent <coughs> of what the machine would have cost you. Well, to you know, with. for a lot of people, if you want, it's pretty hard to get a five hundred dollar console, and but, to be able to get this deal through Xbox. Or Microsoft is actually a pretty cool idea. I don't know how well it's working, but I, at least they're trying something new. They, you know, I actually, I, I, I kind of digress because I think that this actually might be a better deal that I'm selling it with because they want more consoles out in the wild. They are getting dominated by um, Sony, and Nintendo Switch is doing very, very well. So Xbox has kind of still been struggling since 2001 to really be number two or number one. Um, so I think that this is one of their solutions to it. Uh, Dinger Dog, I, brought, I put this actually, I put this news in there because Dinger Dog has an Xbox and he's been paying for Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass unbeknownst to him. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> fun to find out. And guess what? You guys, I'm like, how do I turn this crap off? And they're, they're like, oh, it's in the settings. I go to the settings and then I find it. It's like, here's your subscriptions. And I hit it and it's like, change payment. And I'm like, uh, to, there's no option for it's grayed out it's grayed out and I'm like, for him to cancel like Xbox at, Game Pass uh, hey Cortana I don't want to pay for this crap hey Cortana fix this you I'm know, afraid like, I can't do for you I'm that for sorry, you, dinger. you need, it's just no. like oh what's her name Hal I'm afraid I can't afraid, do that dinger I'm afraid you're gonna spend ten dollars a month for the rest of your life he'd been you got you got your Xbox what six months ago so you've been probably been three, well, playing this is the crap that they do this is I hate this for the record I hate this they it's, give you three months free it's a racket it's like, man. And then all of a sudden, I you know I spent all this money, and I get it if I signed up. But it was like, so now what they're gonna do is if you can't afford an Xbox One S, right? How are you supposed to be able to afford it two hundred dollars more? Well, it's yeah, slow oh, payments. And, yeah, but slow pay that slow payments is what rich 
the rich do to the poor. <laughs> uh, see, we're going we're to be in the Paleolithic. We're going to do it see, to keep them poor. Dinner dog here's, boys will be boys. <laughs> there, th- this is a popular thing. That's happened, and I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner with uh, consoles. So They're going like, to give them away eventually. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, you might be right like on that Fortnite. one. Like, yeah. like Roomba, for instance. If you want a Roomba, which who doesn't want a Roomba? And you, you can you – can, it's $600 for a nice one. Is yeah. that the, is that the and, vacuum cleaner? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, but they have a program where you can pay monthly installments because – I thought a Roomba is what you call yourself when you go to Miami. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't get the joke, but you're Goomba, funny. Roomba, Roomba. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Roomba. Uh, anyways. Let the man yeah, talk. I, I, like, to me, it makes sense. I'm surprised that you don't see this more often. It's, it's kind of the 2018 version of Layaway. Yeah. It's basically what it is, but you get the product in hand before it's paid for. And, and they get to they get to do more of that. Hey, look at all these consoles we shipped yeah, when they're right. sending consoles out to people that are maybe paid a hundred bucks for them off the bat instead of five hundred. I mean, an Xbox One X is five fifty at the end of the day. That's an expensive console. I had to have it, so I made it happen. But a lot of people can't afford nonsense like that. <clears throat> so I, so let so let us make it. Let's make it so they can get the thing that. Well, they we don't want to get too political about this. I mean, this is like... Oh, okay, right. Sorry. This is like... Uh, the Rex Kavanaugh This is son. like... Is this <laughs> Rex Kavanaugh. For-profit colleges? I mean, it's one of the... Yeah. It's one of those kind of things, Dinger Dog. Going on for-profit uh, colleges. <clears throat> Dinger Dog, you're going to like this story. After months of backlash, Sony is finally allowing PlayStation 4 Fortnite players to play online with other platforms. Oh, Isn't that wow. amazing? Finally. Sony has been adamant about this forever, and Fortnite is so big that they can bully Sony. They can literally make yeah. fun of them and be like, are you kidding me? Like, look at all this money that you're losing. Look how bad you are. Look how bad you are looking in the face of gamers. And they they adamantly came out and they said, you know, we're not going to allow uh, uh, cross, cross play. And here we go. They announced it this week. I think it's in beta form right now where you can – Crossplay uh, with uh, Sony. What do you think about it, Dinger Dog? Uh, yep, that's what happens. You can't you go fight the man. The man. Well, that's wins. the thing. They they can they can do this with other smaller games, but this game is a humongous phenomenon. You still you play twenty hours a day of it. It's ridiculous. Your kids are hungry and they want to go to school, but you're busy playing Fortnite. And it's and it's that kind Fortnite. of. <laughs> and now they're playing Fortnite. And those sexual predators are on there looking for. Oh yeah, like, but I, I think they're all afraid. <laughs> I hear I'm, I'm like. Hey, don't say those things into the microphone. I, yeah. I thought you would be more passionate about this because when we brought this up a couple of months ago, oh, yeah, you, you, you were, were pissed. You were pissed, yeah. no, you were pissed I was, off. No, I guess they fixed it. So, like, and I they fixed it in the most. I've always they're like, whenever you make a big stand about something, we will not. And then you have to eat your words. They're like, oh, hey, can we just let the crossplay happen without much fanfare? But yeah, um, good for them, I guess. Finally, finally getting on board with what. Everyone else. I mean, Nintendo's on board. Xbox is on board. Months now. I mean, what? I I just I never understood the thought process of what does it matter? So they're only encouraging it for you to keep on spending more money on Sony PlayStation as opposed to maybe you'll spend some money on PlayStation and maybe then you'll go to the the Switch platform and spend money there. What What am I missing here, Dinger Dog? I think that they were just trying, yeah, channel the money through, but they don't get that money. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't. I don't they get a little so bit of it. Here's a question: They get a fraction but, of whatever they sell through their could stores. Could it have to do with the fact that Sony servers haven't been the most secure, and they were worried about opening themselves up? I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's an issue. I just, I know that they've been 
facing a ton of backlash since they said no. I think they you're going to play it on our no. console, like, and you, you, that's you, where it is. It's, it, they kept on. You know what they kept on saying, and this is something that Dinger Dog always likes to say: is we're not going to allow this because we're the best anyway. Yeah. that's what they were saying. That, that, that's what they were literally printing and telling gamers and consumers: is we're not going to allow this to happen because why would you want to go play Fortnite on the Switch? Why would you want to go play it on the PC when the best way to play it is on PlayStation Four? Right, and that's that's generally what people who are the most the most bestest the say. suits. It, it, well, if you're if you're the most bestest, you don't have to threaten to like I am your husband and don't ever look at any other women, you know, or men. <laughs> and men, you said men. that this morning. Yeah, uh, you can look at other women. Yeah, yeah. I tell my wife that all the time. Uh, but do not, do not, or that bad things. It's like stop it, stop it, PlayStation. Uh, I, I don't. Have, it's it's too early in the morning to be that angry. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two will launch with a full first-person mode. Our new Red Dead Redemption comes out in November. I brought this story up because, Brian, there's there's no way that you're not excited about oh, this I'm game. Oh, I'm half-cocked right now. So it, the game, it, obviously, from the good people that We're made Grand right Theft close. Auto, the game looks absolutely looks gorgeous. So the storytelling is going to be incredible. Was, was the last version of this on PlayStation 3? Yes. Yeah, okay. I yeah. played that. And um, it, PlayStation and Xbox, and that was back in like 2010, I think. Uh, but this is exciting because... When Grand Theft Auto V got re-released on uh, Xbox One and PlayStation 4, they added this first-person mode, and it really changes the way that you you see the world, that you play the game, and you can really look at the, some of the finer details of the world, and it's awesome that they're launching it like right away with this first-person mode. It's just another thing that I am very excited about for this game. Are you, are you a first-person? Will you start? Well, will you, how will you start the game? I will not play the third? game in first-person. I okay. will probably... They, these games are made from the ground up to be played in third person. Mm-hmm. But it's fun every once in a while if you're kind of just going around doing when smaller missions or wasting yeah. time. It's, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. When you're well, when you're just, when you're not engrossed into the game yeah. fully, to just fire up the first person mode just to look at the world because the game is going to be yeah, probably, the, the game is probably going to be one of the best looking console games we've ever seen. I agree with that. And I, I, am, sure. I cannot wait to play the game. Um, so, but if you were in a camp, in general, first person, third person. Like, what, what are you picking? Well, for a game like that, I'm going to play no, 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 it in third no, I'm person. Just saying, I'm just saying. First person. Okay. I mean, 100%. It's just way more immersive. But oh, that game wasn't wow. built from the ground up to be a first person game. Right. If it was, then I would. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm it, always first person. All, person. Really? Yeah. Just because you're a, you're a watcher, you creep. You don't like to experience, but you like to. It's like more people. Involved. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Last Friday, Telltale Games announced that the majority of their staff had been suddenly laid off and almost all projects were being put on hold. And we later find out that this was due to a failed round of financing. Uh, Some of the staff have pulled together and they're actually suing Telltale for uh, lost wages because, you know, they made them work, you know, put in all these crazy hours and now they're just getting laid off. Uh, I put this new story in here, number one, because it's huge in gaming and number two because brian you're a big telltale fan what do you think well it, it makes sense one because the last round of games they put out have just sucked yeah i mean they were so unique and so good at crafting stories uh and uh, i loved the wolf among us uh i loved the the walking dead games yep. and i'm not even a walking dead fan yeah but i love those games so much and I bought, I think I talked about this maybe on the last – yeah, I bought the whole – as soon as it came out, Batman, the whole entire story, and I finished one episode. It is absolute garbage. The last Walking Dead um, was 
by far the worst. Not even close. It, it, it was awful. And I, I, it has nothing to do with the way the gameplay is because the gameplay is still the same. Um, it's just the, the art of storytelling has significantly fell, fell off. And I think maybe... Maybe they grew too fast. Maybe they they were focused on too many projects. Overreached. Yeah, I think that's what it is, and it's unfortunate because I don't know how they rebound after these last two video games they released because they're not good. And it sucks because The Wolf Among Us Two, I was really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Really well, looking. Well, here's what's up. They also tapped into a market that we hadn't seen since the the '90s. People love point and click adventures. They love story driven games. But when the presentation isn't all that great. And you are heavily relying on a deeply emotional story. Dinger dog, hold on a second. And you start off giving us these stories that are nines and tens that are well received. And then you start going down to like sixes and fives and they're not being well received. If the storytelling isn't great in a point and click adventure, a storytelling game, yeah. why are we here? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yep. So You nailed it. And 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 I don't I don't know, like if they're not getting financing, they're they're not selling games right now. So I don't know where they go from here. I mean, this could be a sell. I, th- I believe that AMC had stakes in Telltale. Like, actually, the, the the producers or like whomever whomever is behind The Walking Dead, like, actually financed some of their projects. They, I think, they have two chapters left of uh, The Walking Dead, and they basically said that they're done. And I think that they're issuing refunds to everybody that had pre-ordered the entire story. Oh, the wow. Walking Dead has been going on for. Six years now, a, a very long yeah. time. Yeah. And the show? No, no, no the, the Telltale Adventure. It's been going on for a long time, and it's funny because they just released their last chapter, I think last week, to bad reviews. And it's like, well, you know, if if all of your talent jumped ship and you aren't producing good storytelling games, then you know why are we here? Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Do you think are, are the women written in those Telltale games as bad as they were in the Walking Dead TV show? Oh That's, no, they're the, the women are the best part of the video. The men are yeah. just because the main person is a little girl. Uh huh. Clementine. So, Clementine. Yeah. And I guess I think the actress. I didn't read what she had to say, but she spoke out about the the Telltale closure this week. Uh, moving on, Play, PlayStation. What dinger dog? Good, good, good update. I, I didn't read. She said something. She had something to say, Dinger Dog. What say. do you this have to the, say? This would be the time. meaningful in the entire hour and a half podcast. You I know what my favorite you. is? I'm trying do you know to what my favorite is? Times. Is Dinger Dog tried to back out of this episode and he said, I haven't played Spider Man. And I said, Dinger Dog, help me out and start naming episodes where you have played the game that we're reviewing. <laughs> I didn't, why am I not allowed to not show up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you're the why damn talent. Because it's the Chunk and yeah. Dinger Show. It's the Chunk and Dinger Show. It's the Chunk and Dinger show not the sometimes Bryant show uh playstation plus in october includes friday the 13th the game and laser league i don't know what laser league is but actually friday the 13th the game i've been wanting to try that i've never been wanting to pay to try that game hey you've got a playstation 4 we can actually try that game yeah because i don't have any desire to play that game with anybody else that i don't know so i wonder if me and you can play on a team of two against jason i doubt it but I really want I, – I, I like Friday the 13th. Yeah, I, the, I, the movies aren't good, but the character is awesome. Uh, my only question with, with this, and I haven't really looked into it enough, but do you ever play Dead by Daylight? Is that what, Dead yeah, by I Dawn? don't like what those games, yeah. It was awful. I didn't really care for it. It was. Fr- I got it free on the PlayStation um, – what is the monthly – Are you kidding me? The story-driven game? 
no, no, with no. Hayden Panettiere. I no, no, no. That was Until Dawn. Okay, Until Dawn's fantastic. This is, this is like it's it's very similar to the uh, the Friday Thirteenth game, but it was it came out before it. You can either play as the slasher, the, the killer, or you can play as a survivor, and you have to repair these uh, these generators and get the doors and the lights on and get out before it, you get killed. Um, that not sure. Dead by daylight. Dead by day. Dead. Dead by. Dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. Maybe. Dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. But I didn't like that game, so I'm wondering if Friday the Thirteenth is similar. Uh, I think it's. I think that the game experienced a lot of uh, like technical issues, but mm-hmm. was still kind of fun to play. That they were the 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 team that was developing it was constantly putting out updates and had were promising people that they were going to keep on putting out updates, but then they got a cease and desist from like the writers oh, of. Friday the 13th and basically there was some sort of some sort of claim between the original book or the original screenplay and the movies and they had to just stop making the game so that stinks ah. um, Xbox games with gold this month include Overcooked and Victor Vrand me and Dinger Dog actually played a little bit of Drunken Overcooked last weekend uh, not very well. I'm terrible at Overcooked. Yeah. It's fun to play, but I am not good. It's get, totally fun to play with. I don't like getting yelled at by Dinger. I don't like getting yelled at by my wife. Well, that was that is part. Overcooked. That's another thing. She's like, you idiot, flip the pancake. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't helping because I was saying, you idiot, you know, flip the pancake. And it was, um, I'm sure your neighbors loved that. Uh, I was a little upset because then Overcooked, right? I yeah. paid for that, and then yeah. Rocket League. I paid for that, and Rocket League is on like a free. Yeah, games with gold. Uh, Rocket League was free like a year and a half ago on PlayStation. Shut up! Just shut up! Just shut your <laughs> stupid fat pie hole. I, uh, you owe me twenty two dollars. Okay. Uh, Konami has officially announced Ca- Castlevania Requiem. Uh, this includes Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood exclusively for PlayStation Four. It launches this October. It's twenty bucks. I'm totally into it. Uh, Rondo of Blood was a Japanese exclusive that came out back in like 1993. Uh, it would later get turned into Dracula X on Super Nintendo, but they majorly reworked the game. Uh, Rondo of Blood, the Japanese version, has all these really good cutscenes, has all of these um, uh, much different uh, bosses and a little bit darker, and I've never got to play it. I've watched through videos of people playing it, but I've never got to play it myself. So I'm excited to own it. Symphony of the Night, I've played countless times. I think I've played through that game at least, well, not countless times. I've played through it about five or six times. But it is actually one of my, at least one of my top five games of all time. Uh, They are going to update the graphics. Um, So I'm pretty sure on PlayStation 4, it'll run at 4K, 60 frames per second. The game came out in 1997. But I'm totally stoked for this game. I love Castlevania. I love Symphony of the Night. And I've been waiting to play Rondo of Blood for a very, very long time. And it's going to be great to officially own that game. So, uh uh, Sony. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sony's PlayStation 1 Classic comes preloaded with 20 games and is out December 3rd. Did you guys see the video for this? No, I did not. So much like the NES Classic, much like the Super NES Classic, Sony PlayStation is jumping on board this train. It's going to be 100 bucks. It's a mini PlayStation. 100 bucks. Wow. That's and a- the buzz reel, it's coming out December 3rd. And the buzz reel, they only showed four games. One of them was Final Fantasy VII. Uh, there was a Tekken 3 was in there. Uh, Ridge Racer was in there. And then 
Jumping Jack Flash, I think, was the fourth game. Wave Runner, Jet Ski Adventure They didn't show (laughs) any more games. That's what really has me puzzled, and it has me on the fence. Because if it would have showed all the games, I would have felt... Hold on. I would have felt a lot more confidence from Sony in this release. But when you only show four games and then immediately put the game or the console up for pre-order... Why? Why? Cause, cause you, are they are they waiting for us to jump on Final Fantasy VII? Because playing Final Fantasy VII on my TV with a controller sounds horrible. I want to play that <laughs> on my phone. I want to play that on my Nintendo Switch, which is later coming to next year. That is a game that is a time sink, and I don't have to, I don't have time to put sixty hours into that game glued to my television, and it's. It's a great game, but it is not worth a hundred dollars. So I think there's two options, right? So they either are going with like they'll release four, and then they'll release four, and they'll release four, just to kind of like keep keep the. It's coming out December third, so it's right, only like, like six weeks. weeks away. Yeah. yeah, just to keep the interest high, keep driving that, or they don't have good ones. I, that's what I'm leaning. That's what I am. Yeah, that's yeah. what, I am, or, that's what yeah. I am relying on. I. You know, for all of these, for you know, let's look at some of the what? PlayStation One games that they did have. You know, you basically have your Square games, you have your Konami games, you have your Capcom games, and uh, you lost me. Well, you know, Konami, I don't see there being some of their games on there, so I don't see Symphony of Night being on there. I, I don't, I. Siphon filter. Resident Evil? Yeah. Are, is Resident Evil going to be on there? I would definitely purchase it if it had one and two just because it's a collector's item and those are like two of my favorite games. But it, it doesn't make any sense that those games wouldn't be shown with the, with that initial four. That initial four is, is really not that great of a selection of games. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some games. There's, there's fantastic games that could come on this system. I'm just worried that they're not going to be on there. I mean, what about all the Metal Gear? What about Metal Gear Solid? Oh, yeah, the that, original. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think they have to be. That's a Konami game. So I, I just, I, I, well, I knew that this console was coming, and I was, I've been waiting for this trailer to drop, and I should have preloaded, preordered this system already. Hundred bucks isn't too bad, especially for a collector's item, especially that if I play a little bit of it, for, yeah. you know, for a dink like me, double yeah. income, no kid yeah. like me, right. uh, but. I'm, I have. I, stay at home I, I am waiting. You know, I am waiting for the release of the other sixteen games, and those first four initial games do not. So look what, good. what? What? What games? Let's let's do this. What games would you want to see? Oh, uh, Resident like, Evil One, Two, Metal Gear Solid, okay. uh, Cool Borders. Cool. Uh, help me out here. I mean, there's tons. There's Spyro. Spyro. The, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Band. Yeah. If, Crash Bandicoot. If either thank one you of those so much. On there, that seems like. Yeah. The, all the Sony big hits. Should be on there. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. That, that's Square Eidos. So I don't. So there is a good. No, no, no. That's Eidos. That was back before uh, Square got Tomb Raider. So yeah, Tomb Raider. The first. I think there's three Tomb Raiders on the original PlayStation, isn't there? Uh, at least two. Yeah. So there's a ton of really good games on there. I'm just. I have caution when they only show me four and only one of them I'm really excited about. And I would never, I wouldn't want to play. Tony Hawk 1? Yeah, Tony Hawk 1, Tony Hawk 2. Tony Hawk 2 is still that? Yeah, Tony Hawk 2 has to be. Yeah. Because I would love to go back. At $100, uh, that's a high price point. I know you're like, oh, it's not that bad, but. It's. Let me rephrase that. It's not that bad if the library is great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If the library is great, if the library is some of these like. 
just Sony developed games that weren't all that great, then there's no point to have it. Or at least for me is what I'm trying to say. Um, Nintendo Switch's online service came out last week, I believe. Uh, You can now play it online with your friends. It's 20 bucks uh, per person or 35 for a family plan. So I'm splitting it with two other guys. So we spent 12 bucks for the family plan. It comes with 20 games preloaded. Are they your family? No, uh, but I would like to give a quick review. I was super underwhelmed. Uh, You get 20 NES games. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 is on there. Uh, Legend of Zelda is on there. It bait, uh, bike is on there. It really just feels like I played it for five minutes and put it down because I have the NES classic and I have a better way to play these games. These games don't play very well on the switch. Dinger dog. Can you imagine the, the in handheld mode trying to play super Mario brothers one or three with those really little buttons that aren't beside each other? They, they just, be they other. have to be beside each other. And they, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't play well enough where I wanted to play it any more than out of curiosity for the public because the one time that I said this we were playing uh, you had me on some fancy other controller and I was trying to beat Mario 1 and I was like the buttons are going to be beside each other he's like the buttons are going to be beside each other they need to be beside each other yeah and you know that so I I am I am I am disappointed in this initial lineup of 20 games there's just I didn't play it for any longer than 10 minutes and I kind of moved on Uh, last story of the week and then we're going to move into our commercial uh, Marvel Spider-Man which we're going to review at the end of the episode is the fastest selling PlayStation exclusive of all time so uh, Sony has a huge hit on their hands we're going to review it at the end of the episode we're going to go to a quick commercial break we'll be right back we'll be back Chunk. Yep. Brian. Yo. You guys are millennials. Ah, uh, that's debatable. You are. I'm not. But you guys are. You're millennials. a day younger than me. Older. I'm a day older. Older. They okay. put the line right there. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the pressure of what to post on social media. I mean, it's all you need to be one upping your friends. You I think need- I've got a funny joke. And then I deliver it and nobody laughs. But well, that's just my life. Well, that's okay. <laughs> yes, we can talk about that later. Uh, but so here's here's the thing. You don't know which time when you're get, getting Thai food, which, do you post the Thai food or do you get post your cold brew or do you post what do you post? And how do you clean it up so you look better than your friends or make your family look happier than they are or your relationship look better than it is, right? You need That's all social media is. Right. And it's constantly one upping. It's stressful all the time. You're worried about it. Yeah. Our friends at Moral Implications. They've always got a solution. They got you covered, man. Please tell me about it. It's the Millennial Must Selfie app. Oh, I like it already. All right. So what this app does, you download the app to your phone. It's $9.99 a month. And this app will randomly determine when you selfie and post things online. So what happens is you're going about your day, doing your business. Phone goes off. Your phone locks up. You have 15 seconds to selfie what you're doing and post it online. Now, how does it know that you're doing something interesting? Is somebody watching us? But it is interesting. That's what's interesting about it. Because if you look at social media now, it's like, oh, look, Brian had Thai food. Chunk had cold brew. Uh, Your family is having fun on the beach. It's boring. It's methodical. It's It's the same stuff over and over. I want a little bit of adventure. Perfect. Yeah. I want to see what your face looks like when your wife just called you and told you that you need to make more money. Yeah. You know, like, 
I want to see. <laughs> now that is social media that right is, there. I mean, come on, let's I be honest. I want to see hitting his starter with a hammer. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. Like when, when, I'm, when it's six Hit in the morning. Him to God and being like, stop ruining my life. <laughs> selfie. <laughs> my selfie. And I'm like, <laughs> that is what we're talking about here. So what it does is, again, it, it buzzes that. It will make your social media way more interesting. You'll get way more likes. Mm. Um, Third and, diary of the day. Boom. I'm sorry. If it's That's, Monday, now that is interesting. You're working the weekend out in the office bathroom. Sorry, you better you better have explain it to your friends because uh-huh. that picture's going off. Uh-huh. And people are like, well, I'll just I just won't take the picture, right? That's what Brian was saying earlier. Like, I just won't take the picture. Yeah. If you don't take the picture, uh, it will just post your internet search history. Ooh, now we're cooking with gasoline. Yeah, yeah. That's... So, which will keep your so. I mean, it it will make your social media stream. More interesting. This is all in the in for Ooh. making things more interesting. More interesting and combating fake news. I mean, blow out with the wife. We're talking. That's going to be posted because you can't. You can, you know, like fake news. Like fake news started from yeah. social media because yeah. it's like oh, like I can remember not my family, but I've seen other people's family. Oh, for sure, yeah. like stage. Like you're going to be happy this Christmas morning. Open this present again and look like you're happy this time. Mm-hmm. I didn't you know? want a stereo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, I don't want. I don't want to go into what you got when you were 11, Chunk. But, uh, yes, yeah, so it combats fake news, which is a problem. It makes your social media stream way more interesting. And you get to really know your friends. Because anymore, do you really even know? I mean, you're like, oh, it's good to connect with my friend from Portland from college. But are they really being honest with what they're posting? Now they are. Millennial must selfie. So, yeah, if you're in the middle of loading up a crack pipe and taking a... Hey, you, you're then you know, then you know, and then the cops are gonna come. But the cops got the uh, thing too. So if they're in the middle of a beatdown, they're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh crap! Just, you know? Boy, is my face red! <laughs> Boy, is... I shouldn't be doing this." But and the, and the API it connects to all social media. All social media, every social. I mean, it'll tweet it, it'll gram it, it'll. Uh, is there anything else? Book it, book it, snap it, snap it, flip it, uh, pop it, <laughs> twist it, and scoop it. Millennial must selfie nine ninety nine per month. Hell of a deal. Guaranteed Super more interesting. Likes, more upvotes. More more um, tw- nipple twists or whatever. Awesome. Whatever. Yeah. Download it now. Hello and welcome back to the afternoon yap. Dinger dog. How you feeling, bud? I'm feeling second. Second good. in line, second, second in first. In, second in Charles, second, I don't know. I did, feel good. Did you guys see that uh, Marky Mark, uh, the actor, posted on uh, social media? Mark Wahlberg. Just what is Mark Wahlberg? Who, who do you know him as? Do you know him as Marky Mark or Mark Wahlberg? Uh, Mark Wahlberg? Marky Mark is like the rapper. It's the same person. Same person. When he was like 20 years old in the early 90s, that was his rap career, Marky Mark. You don't remember? I think I just put that together. <laughs> <laughs> just now? No, I'm like, I'm That's where we got started. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like we've done. All right, never mind. Go ahead. Wow, anyway, okay. <laughs> Marky Mark posted his daily routine to social media and people blew up about it because it's absolutely insane. The guy starts his day at like 2.30 in the morning. He ends it at like 7.30 in the evening. And I think that he just posted this just to get people talking about him because there's no way that he does this 365, right? This this has to only be... pecs, though? I mean, he's carved out of wood, but... I never understood there's, what that meant. You couldn't live this lifestyle. But anyway, I started, I started asking Dinger Dog a lot of questions. I started doing some, like, sleuthing. 
and like getting down to like his daily routine. And actually, Marky Mark and Dingy Dog, they kind of they mesh really well. Like a lot of the things uh, that Marky Mark does at the same time, Dingy Dog is doing. They had they, their daily routine is 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 actually pretty routine. I so I want to go through Marky Mark's daily routine, and we're gonna make and we're gonna compare it to Dingy Dog's daily routine at 2:30 a.m. Marky Mark wakes up. Who doesn't wake up at 2.30 a.m.? That's right. At 2.30 a.m., Dingy Dog wakes up to the sound of Godzilla scratching the side of its cage. Uh, Dingy Dog, who's Godzilla? Godzilla is the GD hermit crab that lives in my house that nobody, well, that I didn't want. And um, the poor thing lives in a 4 by 4 by 4 plastic world. And uh, every night when I'm the only one awake, he is trying to escape. Who named it Godzilla. Uh, the, the children. The children named it Godzilla, and he scratches away uh, uh, Andy Dufresne style at his cage. He's hanging from the top of it, just scratch. scratch it's just everybody scratch. is sleeping soundly, and Dinger Dog is lying awake to the sound of a hermit crab scratching against the glass. It wants to die. It's praying for and, death. And then, and then is it I still alive? Or did you... dilemmas, all these moral dilemmas about what to do. Like, should I let it out? To freeze to death here in Ohio, <laughs> should I uh, take it outside and drop a brick? On? And I don't know how do you even kill a hermit crab? Boil it. That also <laughs> seems cruel. You can eat it. You can eat it. Eat, yes, I will make. I will take mm. your pain and make it mine. I love crab. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, give it to me. I'll cook it. Uh, two forty-five a.m. Marky Mark has prayer time. Uh, at two forty-five a.m., Dingy Dog wakes up and he has a little prayer time too. He says, "Lord, please let my car start. Please, <laughs> please." Let my car start. I just this wasn't around on the practice run. <laughs> this is new information. He goes, please God, just let me get to work once. I love that you go outside, you go to start your car, it doesn't turn over, and you go, of course. Why? Why would something that I paid a bunch of money for work when I've got shit to do? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Uh, 3.15 a.m., Marky Mark eats breakfast. Uh, 3.15 a.m., Dingy Dog eats breakfast as well. He has one Bloody Mary and four cupcakes out of one of his kids, uh, out of the refrigerator that his kids made for school. Yeah, but how many kids, <laughs> you know, out of 30 kids, four are bound to call in sick. Yeah, exactly. Kids, nah, the teachers don't deserve it. <laughs> Ma, Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, there were 30 cupcakes. Now there's only 26. Now, how many is that in fractions, honey? And she's like, oh, my God, you turned that on me, Daddy. Yeah, what percentage of the cupcakes did your dad eat? You have four seconds. I don't know. <laughs> A seventh? Uh, 3.40 to 5.15 a.m. Marky Mark works out. 11.5%. Uh, 3.40 to 5.15 a.m. Dingy Dog works out as well. He goes outside to run. He makes about 15 steps. Then he sits on someone else's porch and watches Pornhub on his phone. That gets the heart rate up. Am I right or am I right? Uh, I got the website wrong, but it's got one of those <laughs> words in there. I thought you were going to say, you got the website dead right. <laughs> and But really. Boy, have you I got mean, my number, Chuck. To get your heart rate really up, you need that fear factor. Yeah. And if you're just going to watch that particular website at home on your couch, not very. But on not somebody very, else's porch. On your neighbor's front porch. That'll get you moving. Try it in Walmart once. <laughs> <laughs> 5.30 a.m. Marky Mark has his post-workout meal. Uh, 5.30 a.m. Dingy Dog has a post-workout meal as well. Uh, one stick of pepperoni and a bottle of Pepto mixed with Evan Williams. Dinger it's, calls it the Pepto-Williams. It's the Pepto-Williams and you st steer the, you stir it with the pepperoni stick. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're just drinking it all down Rocky style. See, I love the way that Dinger Dog consumes food because he knows the heartburn is coming. So if you've got the, the water to douse that fire right there with you. Are you watching how he's eating his tums over here? <laughs> Breaking just, it into little <laughs> segments. I'm going to shove it up, up his nose. one and do a line of it. 6 a.m. <laughs> Marky Mark takes a shower. Uh, 6 a.m. Dingy Dog takes a long, hot bubble bath while listening to Parliament Funkadelic. Hey, you got to unwind somehow. Yeah, I mean, you gotta it's collect been your at thoughts. least, um, what, half hour on my schedule <laughs> since the last me time? Uh, seven. Well, hold on, hold on. I didn't even get to tell you about the Epsom salt. You got to put them in the pipe and pack it down and smoke it good. <laughs> uh, 7.30 a.m. Marky Mark plays golf. Uh, 7.30 a.m. Dingy Dog plays wig golf with his kids, whom he's never let win a game. Explain that. Never once? You oh, laugh the world their isn't going to let them win. That's what? It. The world isn't going to let you win. Okay. I don't care if you're four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for the I don't care world. if it's your birthday party. Yeah. If you, hey, winner, I worked all day, yeah. okay? I paid winner for this week. <laughs> winner keeps the court. So if you can't beat me, then don't expect me to surrender the controller. 8 a.m., Marky Mark has a snack. Uh, 8 a.m., Dingy Dog has a snack, too. One box of Thin Mints. Or? Samoas. Samoas. Uh, Ew, is that the ones with the... Coconut. Ew, who likes coconut? Who likes Thin Mints? Do you like mounds or something I, I, like I, that? I, I, who I, wants I, fruit in their cookies? Ew. For everything you do right to take care of your body, there's just four wrongs okay, that's thin behind mint, it. A Thin Mint is basically a chocolate-covered Tums. Yeah, and I eat yeah. enough Tums. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 9.30 a.m., Marky Mark has cryo-chamber recovery. Uh, 9.30 a.m., Dinger Dog has cryo-chamber recovery. Is that recovery. a real thing? It's like, is he Who knows? frozen? What is Who he knows? He, didn't, he doesn't say. He just says cryo-chamber recovery. Dinger Dog, 9.30 a.m., cryo-chamber recovery in his garage. Would you just give the guy 30 minutes apiece, please? Screaming in a pillow and reaching <laughs> behind them. I, I love the idea of you going out to your garage and grabbing the pillow and going, <laughs> Screaming in the pillow and then behind the Pennzoil if you're ever in my garage. Okay, thanks. That's the good stuff. 10.30 a.m., Marky Mark has a snack. Again, he's the snack monster. 10.30 a.m., Dingy Dog has another box of Samoas. Where do you get all these Samoas? How many Girl Scouts do you have? Uh, so it's not about The having... children, not the cookie boxes. <laughs> it's not about... Oh, let me tell you a little something. You don't have to buy... If you have the right relationship with the cookie mom... That's all I got to say about that. Ooh. Okay. 11 a.m., Marky Mark has family times. Family time, meetings, and work calls. 11 a.m. Dinger Dog calls up all his potential clients and offers them a quarter of what they are asking for. He then waits for them to speak next because he knows he's got this sale. Kids and family will just have to wait. Dinger Dog, you got to make that sale, bud. You got to pay the bills. Got to pay the bills. Dinger Dog, you, I've said this to you before, you've got the skills to pay the bills. <laughs> you've got the skills to pay the bills. Dinger Dog has got the skills to pay the those vacuums aren't going to sell themselves. <laughs> yeah, those widgets. Listen, you're going to buy these widgets. I've heard this guy sell sell before. You're, I don't know if I want widgets. You're going to want them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could be stupid too, but I guess you're not. I mean, it's not. 1 p.m. Marky Mark has lunch. Uh, 1 p.m. Dinger Dog has incredible stomach pangs just thinking about lunch, but ultimately decides to skip it because, quote, unquote, it slows him down. Is that right? Uh, you not, when was the last time you ate lunch? When you make me. Okay. But when I pay it. for it. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then I have to, like, wire your man cave or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some, anyway, uh, that's for that's later That's sexual. Uh, um, 
Yeah, so, but lunch, you can't have lunch during the day because uh-huh. anything that I would want to have for lunch would indeed slow me down because it's not like I'm having a salad. Mm-hmm. Right? Delicious salad. It's like I want the whole eight bucket of chicken, like mm-hmm. the, fa- the $20 KFC. Mm-hmm. You are like a 1970s detective trashy novel. That's what I, that's what's. Write it about me. I want to read it. <laughs> 2 p.m. Marky Mark has meetings and work calls. Uh, 2 p.m. Dingy Dog has meetings and work calls. Uh, he uses the phrase pennies on the dollar at least 100 times as a way of using subliminal messaging to let his clients know how bad he's eventually going to screw them. You just ha- you have to – well, the screwing analogy I was going to kind of keep like open up a little bit and say how that's the same thing. You just have to warm people up to the idea uh-huh. of that happening. Uh-huh. That's all I got to say. 3 p.m. Marky Mark picks his kids up at school. He's just like you and me. Picks his kids up at school. 3 p.m. Dingy Dog accidentally picks up the wrong kids at school because he switched medications that day. But he eventually gets the right ones home. Do you know how long our lawyers fought about me getting the word accidentally added into this joke? 3.30 p.m. Marky Mark has a snack. Jeez, old Pete's. Yeah, snacky. 3.30 p.m. Dingy Dog has a snack, too. Manager special chicken wings from Kroger. Uh, 4 p.m. Marky Mark has his second workout. Uh, Did not even get my one-liner in? 4 p.m. Dingy Dog has his second workout of the day, too. He snaps his bean. Snap it. 5 p.m. <laughs> Got it at Kroger, too. <laughs> Marky Mark has his second shower. 5 p.m. Dinger, Dinger Dog has his shower number two as well. He's got to wash off that shame somehow. Hey, listen. If they didn't want me looking at their bikini pics on Facebook, then they shouldn't have posted them. Rip. Am I right, Dingy Dog? Rip. Rip. Uh, 5.30 p.m. Marky Mark has dinner and family time. 5.30 p.m. Dingy Dog has frozen pizza and Fortnite with the family he loves. Well, shit, this is warm. So, yeah. so, so <laughs> You're not all that bad. Three Red Barons. <laughs> mm. and 250 each. 250 each with a dollar off coupon. One burned. <laughs> one yeah, burn. one burn. Well, you, if you try to jam them all in the oven, the edges of some of them burn. But I'm not gonna bake them one at a time. Of course not. Uh, and then you gotta, uh, you can only earn your right to get to the sticks to Fortnite. You know? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So if you're not finishing in the top ten, I get to play again. Last but not least, Marky Mark, 7:30 p.m. bedtime. Huh? That's kind of bizarre. That's an early time to go to bed. Dinger Dog, same thing for him. 7:30 p.m. Dingy Dog goes to bed. He sits there. Wishes God would let him sleep, but lays there with terrible heartburn all night, praying for change, but ultimately choosing to just sweep it under the rug and deal with it later. <laughs> Sounds like all of us. Yeah, you tell me you don't do that. All right, let's get um, into some Yap Quickies. Uh, Yap Quickies is something that I borrowed from the Midnight Film Review. You guys had something borrowed, similar. You guys, had some, you guys had something similar that I believe you borrowed from us. Uh, it's... <laughs> We just do quick reviews, one-minute reviews of uh, board games, TV shows, uh, albums, video games, just anything we're kind of doing that week. Uh, I'd like to start off uh, the segment with, uh, I just watched Ozark Season 2, crime drama starring and directed by Jason Bateman. Uh, I really liked last season. Uh, The reason that I liked the show so much was it is a, a dark crime drama about a uh, a dad and, their, and his family getting swept up and inadvertently having to work for the Mexican drug cartel, laundering money for them. Accidentally. Ac- basically accidentally. The reason that I liked this show initially so much was because I like Jason Bateman. He's funny. He, he'll always remind me of... Uh, Handsome? 
what's his name from Arrested Development? No, he's just it's just George that Michael? it's just George Michael. No, his name Michael. Michael. Michael Bluth. Michael Bluth. It's always just you'll always remind name. me of that character. He's funny, and there's a lot of comedy in the first season. The second season, all of that's gone. Uh, it's been replaced for a more actually a darker season. Um, I actually like this season more than I liked last season, but I was missing a lot of the comedy. Um, it's still really good TV. I would give it like it's a little bit more believable this time. They were reaching a lot in the first season, but I, I wish the comedy would come back. But I'm excited for season three. Uh, Brian, what you been doing, pal? NBA 2K19. 19. Huge NBA fan. Love basketball. Love you got your own NBA ball cast. All ball cast. Yep. All, all, yep. all. Starts back up in two weeks. Excited for the season. Uh, and I was excited for this game. Lots of fun. Um, but just like every video game now, it's ruined by microtransactions. I know this has been a theme with uh, this podcast. You guys talk a lot about it. And um, it, it really just makes the, the my career play just impossible to enjoy. Uh, it like I you you read some of the reviews they specifically mention that you ha- the word grind and that's exactly what it is it's a grind it's not enjoyable so it's you have fun. to grind it out if you don't make these you can make microtransactions to skip the grind yep yep okay it's yeah. like when you, we talked about this just a minute ago I didn't know if that came through all the way okay yeah <laughs> yeah so you can you can buy like you can buy points skill points to make your your player shoot better a better dribbler a better rebounder whatever right. um. But if you don't, you're playing for a long time at a really low level, sitting on a bench watching games. It's just, it's rough. And uh, I don't think I'm going to be, like, this is a huge uh, point for this game. Like, a reason people loved the 2K games is about three or four years ago, they introduced this My Career thing. And it was, it's a story mode and it adds a little bit of intrigue. You're not just playing with your friends or getting beat up by 14 year olds online. Um, they say the meanest things yeah, too. And there's, yeah, one kid kept telling me to quit because he was better than me. I'm like, I know you're better than me. I'm not gonna quit. Oh, yeah. um, quit. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I just, I mean, the game's so awesome to play, but microtransactions suck. Dinger dog, what you been doing, pal? Oh well, you know, all I ever do is Fortnite. Yeah. But now, it's something to talk about because we're season six just launched, yep. and I was super excited about it. Because the season five launch was spectacular, like the video, the build up, the change in the environment, everything was was so good. And then the way they moved it through season five, like, um, and I even didn't mind like the very lost esque style of like they don't know what they're writing. They're just like they write something, they they throw it out there, and they're like, oh well, no, what are we gonna do? Well, obviously cubes come from the sky, or and the lake is the now bouncy stuff and it worked uh season six now um i'm getting in trouble season six uh just launched they are there's like a westernish theme to to the characters that they bring out um they did change the environment somewhere like loot lake the cabin in the middle of loot lake is now a floating island in the sky uh, which is really interesting, and you can swirl up to get there. And they've been doing a pretty good job through Season 5 and into Season 6 now of trying to um, balance out the, the really good... You don't have to be an expert builder to win. Yeah. So they're, they're adding different ways to do that. Like the floating islands are, are clearly that, where you can get the high ground without having to be able to build this master structure. And people... You know, the really good people are all complaining. They're like, well, this is why you don't even need skill to win. And I'm like... 
But I applaud the folks at Fortnite for this because I don't like playing against really, really good people. I mean, I don't dedicate a lot of time to this, but I mean, you know, congratulations. You were the best at it when it was pure. You specifically play this game when you know the good people aren't going to be on. Yeah, I know. I get up like 5 3 a.m. I am getting up. No, I got to get that win. It was the West Coast good people. Uh-huh. So it's like 5.30 in the morning, East Coast time. That's when you play. Just dads uh so i want to review the new alkaline trio album it's called is this thing cursed this is the first alkaline trio album that i've listened to in oh god 18 years or so uh they were one of my favorite pop punk bands growing up uh really interesting songwriting uh really good lyrics by matt skiba and dan i can't remember what his last name was and then they just kind of fell skiba. off and they they kind of just fell off the map for me. I mean, their first three records, Dinger Dog, you were a huge fan as well, and the, the same thing happened to this band for you too, right? Yeah, they they had they had the Weezer effect essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. And so I, I they they announced this new album and they said that they kind of wanted to do another return to form. They wanted to make an album that fits somewhere between uh, uh, maybe I'll Catch Fire and From Here to Infirmary. And I can say that I've listened to the album and it kind of delivers. Uh, once again, all the Dan songs are much better than the Matt songs, which is uh, kind of a change, right? That was we were trending that way. We we've been trending that way for a long time. Yeah. Like Matt was the primary singer, but his songwriting has just gone downhill over his career where well Dan has just gotten much better but I give the album a decent seven it's a good listen to uh it's it comes back to their their fun pop punk roots uh the Dan songs are really so- strong it's catchy it's just a good uh it's just a decent album uh Brian what you been doing pal Brian how many Darkline Trio uh skull heart tattoos do you have I have zero. Oh. oh. I didn't fall into the group sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry. Chunk only has seven I wish I had at least half of one. Yeah. Uh, so, I've been I've been watching some HBO, some Secession. Uh, this show is uh, it's one of those shows where the first two episodes don't really grab you by the balls, like you know something like Game of Thrones or uh, some of the other popular shows on. But because there's no nudity. Right. Well, no, there is nudity. Um, oh, there, there's some really interesting sexual tension in this show but anyways i thought uh, you were gonna say really interesting news so it stars brian cox as logan roy he's this six uh, <laughs> this rupert murdoch-esque uh media mogul um and he doesn't he, he he he's 80 years old he's about to step down and except for he's a greedy asshole and he likes power and he decides nope i'm not handing this this company off to my son and then it's a basically it is very similar to, to Game of Thrones in that there's this power struggle and these different factions and these different teams. It's a it's very much a political thriller, but it's so funny. This is so Adam McKay, Will Ferrell, uh, vehicle uh, as far as uh, production. Adam McKay directed and wrote some of the episodes, very similar to The Big Short. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have these the serious drama, this realistic life uh, turbulences of the rich. Um, and but there's these injections of, of, of comedy, and I just want to say two characters right now: uh, Nicholas Braun, who plays cousin Greg, and uh, Matthew McFadden, who plays Tom, which is one of the daughter's husbands. They are hilarious together. They go out to a restaurant to teach each other, or to, to te- he goes out to teach Greg how to be rich, and uh, it is hilarious. So if you like funny things, I do watch Succession. 
Danger Dog, what you been doing, pal? Well, this is the point where I'm supposed to be talking about the HBO, or not HBO, Netflix movie Extinction, which I watched, and we'll run right through it real quick. It was stupid. <laughs> I, is it new? Is it new? It was new, and I watched this because I had watched Ex Machina, which I'm not allowed to talk about because Is it's it Ex Machina old. or Ex Machina? Ex Machina. Whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't read good. Uh <laughs> And I wasn't allowed to talk about it because it was too old, says Chunk the Boss. But he could talk about Alkaline Trio. Anyway. It's a brand um, new album. It's a brand new album. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, Extinction. Um, I actually watched this. This is on me. I thought it was going to be a series. <laughs> and I, I and I, so I just watched. It ended and you're like, what the whatever, hell? And I I love the AI, like, speculative fiction. That's, like, my my jam. And I'm like, oh man, this is kind of up that alley. Our new Michael Pena, right? He's awesome. Yeah, he he was okay. Well, I'm saying he's awesome in general, right? This and, it, and in this was, and so I guess the premise is, um, it's AI based. It's a big kind of, well, just watch it because there's there it's twitched around a spoiler or like a big plot twist. And uh, I saw it coming part of the way, and then I was like, wow. And I thought that was actually really interesting because I'm like, I saw this plot twist coming. I'm like, how are they gonna finish? The rest of the series. Now that I know this already, <laughs> this is going to be really interesting. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I got on that. Uh, so for the last yep quickie of the evening, I want to review uh, the Messenger. Uh, the Messenger just came out on Nintendo Switch and PS4. I believe it it was twenty bucks when it released, and it is a love letter to uh, the Ninja Gaiden games. This game starts off as um, uh, an eight uh, bit throwback. Throwback. It's got great 8-bit sprites. The the soundtrack is fascinating, fantastic for this game. And it's just got great platforming. Halfway through the game, uh, it kind of changes into a 16-bit throwback. And and the the sound changes up for it as well. And I am loving this game. I think that I'm about six hours into it. The platforming is great. The boss fights are really, really fun. If I've got some frustrations with it, it's that some of the checkpoints can be pretty frustrating. But this isn't, I'm, I love going, I love playing this game because it's hard in the sense of, it's not like frustrating where if you are trying to beat something, you have to go all the way back to the beginning and then try it again. You can just kind of, it's like Super Meat Boy. You just keep on practicing and you get from one level to the next level. The, the soundtrack is awesome. The presentation is awesome. And it's got really, it's really funny. Like there's a, a lot of really good writing in the game. And I'm, I'm near the end of it. Uh, I, I really, really enjoy it. I would give the game a nine right now. It's, it's super fun to play on the Switch. Um, I have not played it at all in docked mode. I've just been playing it, uh, you know, in bed. It's so funny too, because like my wife will be sitting there and I'm playing this really tense, hard action platformer. And she gets so pissed off at me because I get so into it, but it is a really, really fun game. Uh, that's it for our Yap Quickies. We are going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back. We should do it again. Okay. (laughs) Guys, I don't know about you, but I got a big problem when I'm driving and I honk the horn and people don't really know what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. because a lot of the times it's not, you're not just trying to convey. So you have to say it again. Hey, hurry up or hey, you're a jerk. A lot of the times there's a lot of different messaging that you want to get to somebody to let them know, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. I need a specific horn. Toot, toot. The good people at More Application have made the special horn. 
Now this is special. This is for people that are that have a wide range of emotions and they want to let people know exactly what's going on when they honk that horn. We're talking when you're running low on gas. Now now it's an emergency. Like you're going to run out of gas, you're freaking the hell out. Some old lady's in front of you driving like a like an old lady and you you hit the horn and it goes honk. That's not effective enough. I need a I need a real boisterous honk that lets this lady know maybe I should speed up and you know be a little bit better because this guy's gonna run out of gas. Doesn't this sound effective, Dinger Dog? Well, so what? It, so what does it do, Chunk? It, it makes a difference. It can you can program it to make any kind of sound that you want. What sound to. would oh. it make? So wait, it, it doesn't say words. It does say words. Okay. So what happens is you can record any kind of message that you want to into the horn, and you have a wide variety. It's like How a touch often screen. How are you almost out of gas? All the time. <laughs> you would not believe. What about when you're running late for work? This is really important. Right, right. And this is rush hour and everybody else is running late for work. So you're going to hear that horn a lot. But at least when you hear it, you're not going, oh, this person is just a soccer mom going to Kroger for some groceries. You know that this George Sixpack behind you, he needs to get to work. So I'm going to speed up a little bit too. That makes He's the roads. written warnings. That makes the roads a little bit safer. What about this one? You need to take a shit. <laughs> I mean, Does you really that? need to get someplace, and it's, you hit Does the horn, it? and it goes, go Green faster. Green I platter. need to take a shit. And I go, oh, my God. Dinger Dog's behind me. He's got explosive diarrhea. This guy's got to get to. Does it have the Doppler effect, too, when you go by? Like, what about when you got. I have to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> what about when you got two things that you need to do? It's going to do them both at the same time. I'm running late for work. I got to take Is, a shit. Can, can I tell you, I have this app on my phone. Yeah. It works I, wonders. I, most of the time I need it because I'm out of ham. Yeah. So I always just. <laughs> I'm out of ham. And I'll be like, I better speed up. This guy needs I some ham. Jewish. He wants to make a nice sandwich. You do look awfully Jewish. Uh, red Jew. Yeah. You look like a rejected character from Game of Thrones. <laughs> red bear. Oh, this is gonna, if we're going to do this, then I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to go. You now that's an oddly specific horn. This is the special horn by Moral Pications. It's forty nine ninety five. You can program up to twelve different commands. People are gonna know what you are in a hurry for. I got a baby. The kid, the baby's coming right now. It's coming in the front. It's coming right there. And people are gonna go, oh, this guy. That's why he's driving like a jerk. It's because his wife's so having a baby right in the car. Anybody would use that. Like I might. That baby one's great. I'll just program that every time. Well, you can't do that. You dinger dog, you can't do that. This you is can't lie? this is an honor system. Oh, this is okay. a nice honor system. Right. So listen, She's having a baby. If, if this is like the boy I cried, Red Bull this vodka. is like the boy cried wolf. Yeah. So what happens if you start abusing this? Then somebody's gonna say, "I gotta take a shit," and, just and you're like not gonna, you're horn. gonna, you're gonna go. I hear that they all the time. It, yeah, they're they they're gonna it. ignore yeah. it. This is an like honor system, horn. dinger dog. This is a good thing. That this they, is a yeah, popular is a product. Point. A lot of people have this. A lot of people are using it, and it's really helping people get to take a dump safely and quickly, have babies, you know, get and their get ham, ham and yeah. get their ham. Yeah. Uh, buy it right now from the Moral Pications web store. Forty nine ninety five. Buy That's one it. right now. That's it. Hello and welcome back to the third and final segment of the afternoon yap, fellas. This is the third segment. Did oh, you guys okay. know that uh, Columbus like Day fourth. is coming up? Oh, what? Really? Columbus still Day. A day. Yeah. I think it's October eighth. How is that still a thing? I don't know. Do we get Do we get school off for Columbus Day? Rape and pillage day. 
Oh, yeah, dinger dog, cut oh. it out. <laughs> oh, I thought we had, this is the political yap where we could speak our feelings. <laughs> They're changing it to Kevin all day. Dinger dog, <laughs> dinger dog. What did what did Chris Columbus do for us? Can you give just give me a brief? Uh, he didn't actually discover. He went to some Caribbean islands and cut people's hands off and and enslaved people. That's not what I read in the storybooks. Okay, good use of storybook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what well, you tell me? What did what did Columbus do for you? Well, I started. I didn't know what the guy did. I knew that he like was searching for a new path to the Americas or something like that. A new path no, to the Orient, to India, to, to India, to get the spice. So why didn't you say that when I asked you the first time? Because he didn't find the path, <laughs> and then he. Didn't discover America either, and then he was well, not very kind. Well, there was another guy, and he was a failed explorer, and his name was Dinger Toledo. Have you ever heard of this guy? <laughs> Toledo. Dinger Toledo. Toledo. And he's got a lot of the same things that he did uh, are really correlate to a lot of the things that old Chris Columbus did right around the same time. I find it fascinating. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. I didn't know about this character. Christopher Columbus, he married a Portuguese woman, and she died shortly after giving birth. I can't even like <laughs> be careful now. <laughs> I want to change the joke because I've got a lot more than the one that I wrote down. Right, well, just skip it then. Dinger, Dinger Toledo married oh, a woman despite his, <laughs> despite all odds. Oh, so I yeah I get. She also died during childbirth, but for unrelated reasons. Fill in that one, dinger dog. Uh, <laughs> Christopher, not, I'd like to reiterate that I'm not getting paid. Christopher Columbus proposed that the king give him three ships in one year's time to search for a path for a western route through the Orient. Uh, Toledo proposed that the king give him three ships as well. One for fishing, one for drinking, and the other one for, yep, you guessed it, fishing and drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that works for me. Uh, Columbus was awarded the title Admiral of the Ocean Sea due to his initial hope and ambition. Uh, Toledo was awarded the title Admiral of Staring at Boobies due to his initial love for staring at boobies. Hot di- well, wow. <laughs> made you laugh yeah. and made you smile. Well, hold on. I mean, I just was picturing you up late, like, thinking about this joke. <laughs> Columbus-, <laughs> Columbus sailed the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Toledo sailed the Natty, the Papsty, and the Creepy Santa Claus. Okay. Uh, uh, please, next one. we got to get the masturbation joke in quick. Columbus reached Spain in 1493 and claimed his reward and riches. When Toledo eventually reached Columbus, he spent a good chunk of his time freeloading off his friends until he got his act together. I would like to reiterate <laughs> that I'm not being paid. <laughs> In 1495, Columbus conducted a large slave raid and collected 15,000 men, women, and children and placed them in pens on ships headed back to Spain. That's why we celebrate him. <laughs> yes. Uh, Toledo conducted a large panty raid and collected 15,000 in various colors, shapes, sizes, and degrees of cleanliness. Oh, my God. I get it. I get it. I, it's a funny joke. But they had the, but, <laughs> Columbus... Columbus began his fourth and final journey in 1502. He was tasked with finding a path to India. Uh, Toledo was eventually tasked with his fourth and final journey, finding a path what to... What year? F- I don't know. <laughs> Toledo was eventually tasked with his fourth and final journey, finding a path to financial freedom. He never came remotely close. I, get, I think I, I, I messed up. You got to marry that. Columbus died without realizing the great scope of his achievement. 
he had discovered Europe for the New World. And Toledo died without realizing the great scope of his achievement as well, but he left behind a beautiful corpse, a bunch of grieving mistresses, and dozens upon dozens of illegitimate children. This is when, These are the moments when I start to feel bad for, like, letting you copy in high school and in college. Columbus left from Europe. He may have discovered, I don't know, maybe he discovered that he left from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you. That was enlightening. Do you guys want to get into the uh, review of Superman? Oh, no. I'd like to get into the review of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes. Let's, let's talk about Spider-Man. So I've been uh, pretty interested for Spider-Man since they announced it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Insomniac's work. Uh, the good people behind the, uh, what were those games? The Resistance games. Uh, one was good. Two was all right. And three was actually really, really good. Um, so I was surprised to see that they were making a superhero game featuring Spider-Man. Um, the game came out, what, about three weeks ago at this point? Yeah. yeah. I've played through about the first uh, three or four hours. Here, let's, I'm just going to name off some of the stuff that I really like. First and foremost, the presentation is gorgeous, like best in class. Um, the, the, the character models on um, some of like the crowds uh, aren't very impressive. But when I was worried when you were swinging around from building to building that the buildings wouldn't be kind of detailed, that they would look uh, very similar to mm-hmm. one another. But boy, did they do a great job with the variety. The movement is just fantastic. Like it, I, I, I'm not trying to steal what everybody else has been saying, but it's just a fact of the game. It just feels like you're Spider-Man. Much way in the Arkham games, it felt like you were Batman. This time you feel like you're Spider-Man. I love the direction of the character. This isn't Peter Parker from his high school days. This is Peter Parker a little bit older. He's living on his own. Uh, he still has the problems with girls. He still has the problem with, you know, grappling with being Spider-Man and his mother. Uh, but it's it's no longer in that high school world. The combat for me, uh, it hasn't clicked yet. Uh, it is a deep set of moves that he's got combos unlockable combos and stuff like that uh but i love that it, it is an open world game where you know that you're supposed to be going in the direction of uh, where your next mission is at and when you get there instead of having to like click on a button you just seamlessly go into the mission it it, it does this hard camera Pan, am I saying it right? Right back, right behind Spidey's back. Mm, yeah, and it seamlessly goes into the cutscene, so it, it, you never really feel pulled out of the game at all. The way that some games can do it very jarringly. Old, old Grand Theft Auto games were mm. really bad about yeah. that. Um, and I, I this, the writing is great. Uh, uh, I love some of Spidey's banter that he's saying. There's a there's a joke where he keeps on calling himself, I think, Spidey Cop or Spider Cop. Yeah. And I thought it was just really really funny writing. And the, the it's a long game. There there's a lot going on. There's a lot of dialogue. So I was happy that the dialogue was funny and fresh. Pretty much from uh from from mission to mission. There's a lot of mission variety going on in this game. Um. It's interesting that you'll be doing your typical beat-em-up stages, like your typical boss stages, but then you'll kind of go inside of buildings and you'll be solving puzzles. And it's a good way of uh, mixing the gameplay up a little bit because a lot of these action platforming superhero games can get kind of stale because it's just the same thing over and over. You go to one part of the city, you beat a bunch of, beat a bunch of people up. Go to another part of the city, beat a bunch of people up, get new powers, rinse and continue. But 
I think that my favorite part about this game so far is just when I plugged it in and when I played it for the first time, I was texting my buddy saying, I can't believe what Insomniac is able to put on the screen on five-year-old hardware. I'm playing this on the vanilla PS4 and it looks beautiful. So I'd imagine on the PS4 Pro, you're looking at 60 frames per second gameplay. So that's got to be even crisper. Um, I'm really enjoying what I've been playing so far, but I've been playing a bunch of other stuff at the same time. It's the busy fall season. Um, I know that you just finished the game, Brian, so I want to hear your thoughts about it. Um, so you met, you nailed a lot of what I was going to say. You mentioned Arkham, and here's the thing is, I was so shocked that the same developer of the Arkham games didn't develop this game. Yeah. Because there are so many similarities as far as... Uh, some of the way the missions play out, some of the controls, um, but this is much. I mean, I love the Arkham games. I loved. I've loved every single one of them. But this is a much better game all around. The story is phenomenal. You kind of touched on it. Um, the writing is just. It is absurdly good for this type of video game. It's not necessarily a story-driven game, but the story is so compelling that you don't want to stop playing it without spoilers. Can you tell me what some of the villains that we're going to be seeing? Can you tell me what, what the arc that we're looking at is? Can you just dive into the story a little bit without giving out any spoilers? Yeah. So it's the typical, it's funny because they play around with the sinister six idea. Um, and, but they never say the sinister six It's kind of, it's kind of funny, but, um, yeah, I mean your classic, all your classic, uh, villains are there. All your all your classic Spider-Man villains, um, with a few exceptions to some of the the bigger villains that we've seen in, in movies. Um, but you have uh, Scorpion is there, Rhino. Um, um, my mind's drawn a blank. Uh, and then they they added uh, a a couple new villains um, to it um, that I didn't see coming, uh, which they may be comic book characters, just the ones that I didn't know about, or maybe newer comic book characters. Um, the arc is really interesting because you mentioned where you start out as Spider-Man is not your typical Spider-Man. It's not Spider-Man homecoming. It's not. And I, I really like it for that. Uh, he's a much more mature person. He's got responsibilities. He has a life outside of, you know, high school and swing from uh, buildings. You know, he has people that he cares about, but he has real responsibilities in life to a, a job, to uh, mentors, to family. Um, but, there are a couple really severe twists in this game that I did not see coming. Um, one that at the end of the game, I was so impressed that I was like, this game is a 10 out of 10. Um, but I take, I, I'm take i going to backtrack that a little bit because when you actually step back and, and I see the game for what it is, um, there are a lot of things in the game that I really didn't enjoy. So like <sighs> chasing doves, that's a mission that, like, it just is one of those things where it's like, if I'm going to complete this game, I have to do these missions. Like, that to does me... Does it help you level up, or what do you chase it, the doves for? It does. It does. It'll, so, it, it gets you really used to um, flying around, or, you know, swebbing around, the swing around the city. It's basically... Because it can be a little clunky at first when you're trying to figure out okay, if I hit these two buttons, I'll go faster, I'll go higher, when do I release my my uh, web, Th- those kind of things. And chasing the, the doves can obviously build that up. But it's just one of those things where it's just, to me, once you get the hang of it, it's so annoying to go back and do those things. Um, but for the most part, the side missions are really great. Though That's one that I find really annoying. 
Um, and Batman had those too. The Arkham games had those too, and I hated that. That, in fact, uh, most of the time in the Arkham games, I didn't even complete those. Yeah. Um, and but there, there's some other really just weird choices that the game makes, and I don't completely understand it. So like when you're fighting a boss, when you're fighting um, a, a big villain, one of the Sinister Six, uh. It uses cutscene those those cutscenes where it's like press square now. Very old God of War Sony yeah. trick. Yes, yes. And, and you know, and I was worried about this game when they started showing trailers for it E three last year because they showed a lot of that stuff. I almost feel like from playing these initial couple of bosses that maybe they took a step back and pulled some of that stuff out because it was really egregious. And it's it's pretty egregious in this too. People have kind of gotten past uh what do you call it? Uh timed Timed yeah. events. Yeah, yeah, timed events. There you go. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. So I don't really like that. I, I, me personally, that's not something that I enjoy when I play. Like, I want to figure out. I like bosses to be difficult. I like to figure out, you know, which gadget or which moves to use to, to hit to hit them to beat them. And Di- dying during a boss fight because you didn't hit triangle at the right time is bullshit. Is and it's, so ve- it's very. It's very 2005. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I, I don't know why it's in this game. Um, so that, that part is frustrating too, uh, because there's some really epic, uh, boss fights or some really like just because you have so many different gadgets, uh, and you can swing and do crazy shit in the air. Like it makes it a little bit more interesting when you're fighting these guys. And so, then, so to have it be like, click this button now, it really s- takes a step back. Um, the other thing I find a little bit kind of annoying and, and frustrating is, when you so you play the game and you 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 know you're, you're continually leveling up which is fine like uh, that's i i don't want everything unlocked immediately you're learning new skills but some of the new like uh new moves that you learn there's nowhere to practice them so for instance i had i i, I unlocked a, a move to where i can i should be able to grab a, a villain and spin them and throw them but every time I keep trying to do it, I, it doesn't work, and I keep getting killed. So, like, I would like a space where if a new move is added, practice I can, I can practice it. Yeah. And maybe there is, and I don't know about it, but I haven't found it yet. The first thing that I was doing when I was unlocking new abilities is just unlocking more uh, traversal abilities mm-hmm. because that's what you're going to be doing 90% of the time is swinging from buildings and, and, and going from one part of the city to the other. So, so to make that easier and to make that, uh, you know – is is more fun for me. Uh, one thing I am surprised about too, and um, I I'm not there yet, so I don't maybe maybe I missed something. Um, but I thought maybe we would see a little venom in this. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's a spoiler. I hope it's not. But like, uh, if you have your hopes up for that, you're gonna be let down. Maybe it's coming in the DLC. But the movie opens in a couple weeks, so yeah. I expected there to be some kind of connection there. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got a hit on their hands, so this is not going to be their last Spider-Man. That's for sure. And the DLCs uh, sound really, really interesting. I asked you earlier if you were planning on getting them or if you got them. Um, I've never bought a DLC for any game ever. I plan on getting all three of them for this. Wow. You enjoyed it that much? I, I love this game. Uh, you know, I think it's probably a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah. Um, it's It consistently surprised me at every turn. What do you think about uh, the 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 combat. So, I mean, I kind of noted that I, I got frustrated with some of the combat because it's just, they throw a lot at you at mm-hmm. first 
how long does that arc take until you are really comfortable with Spidey? Uh, you know what? It honestly kind of depends on how you're leveling up and what skills you're deciding to, to un- unlock. Uh-huh. Um, I chose the route of, uh, uh, I did the kind of the opposite of what you did. So I chose to build up my defense a little bit more than uh, sure. anything else. And basically just because I got tired of dying yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's um, a hard game. Like I'm playing yeah. the game on easy and I've got, I had to start over a lot of times for some of these missions. Like it, it does not hold your hand. And that that is frustrating to me from a combat perspective is it's, it really throws a lot at you at first and it kind of takes a while to get over that hump, but boy, that combat is smooth. Boy, that combat is, is fun. And just traversing through that city is awesome. Like I said, firing up that game, it is so beautiful and it looks so good. And the presentation is just five stars. It feels like you're in New York. It really does. They did a great job of replicating the city. I've, I've never been to New York, but I imagine that they did a, a pretty two scale job of breaking down the city. Any final thoughts, sir? Uh, if you haven't played uh, any of the Arkham games, um, and you, you maybe you're on the fence about this, um, I, it is one of the best games I've played uh, in a long time. Yeah, it's engrossing. If you like story, it's there. If you like combat, it's there. If you like open worlds and exploring, it's it's there. This game has a lot of everything in it, and. Even if you're not a superhero fan, like if you just love video games, you should get this game. Yeah, I I love it. It's, I mean, so far it's I you know probably number two. God of the God of War game um, earlier this year was probably my favorite game that I played in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even talked to uh, our my old buddy Colin about like, hey, you know, this is up there with The Last of Us, but Spider Man just flew right in there too. So yeah, love it. Play it. Rent it. Buy yep. It. It's an absolutely outstanding game. Well, that's it for tonight's afternoon yap. Uh, Dingerdog, thanks for joining us as well. Oh, it's always a pleasure to, to, to work unpaid on someone else's schedule. Brian, <laughs> once again, uh, what's your new show uh, going to be called? The Cult of Pop. And when should we expect it? Uh, looking at around October 8th, maybe maybe 10th that weekend-ish. All right. Uh, uh, me and Dingerdog will be back with a new afternoon yap in a couple of weeks. We're going to review Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, in that meantime, uh, shoot us an email at uh, afternoonyap at gmail.com. Text us. Text us. Follow us on Twitter at, at afternoon underscore yap and visit our website at www.theafternoonyap.com. Uh, guys, this has been a really fun afternoon yap. I feel fun. <laughs> I had a I had a blast, let me just say. All right, Brian, have a safe trip back to the natty. Dinger Dog, you go do your thing. And Dinger Dog, do you want to close us out for the uh week? I love the listeners. I love you too, buddy. <laughs> See you later. See you.